Season 2, Episode 1. As always, we got myself, the ghost, D Jones in the building, and Antoine behind the scenes. Yo, it's cracking, Dons. What's good? Oh, man. Season 2's got a nice ring to it. You know, we had our boy Spenny come through, and he had a lot to say. So this week, we got part one of two, Spencer Hamilton interview. Then we're going to hit y'all with the rundown, talk everything from Olympics, you know, a little UFC, and then even, you know, a little bit of NBA offseason, you know, Draymond Green sending out that dick pic. And then we'll head into the post office, and you know, me and Safe are just ecstatic to be back, man. But before we get into the interview, just a couple quick messages. We're incredibly, incredibly stoked and thankful to have music provided by Crew Creative. No more hijacking, you know, other people's tunes. We on iTunes now, we official. Crew Creative music all day. And also, we got a new intro beat I'm sure you're enjoying right now by my very good friend Theo Centeno. Turn up, y'all. Additionally, I want to give a shout out to my boy Andrew Norton, who's helped us out tremendously with the whole iTunes process. He has his own podcast. It's called Completely Optional Knowledge, and you can find it on iTunes as well. So check that out. It's a science thing. It's blessed. Shouts, Nort. We love you still. Also, make sure you holler at your boys on Facebook at The Bunt, on Instagram at The Bunt Live. And if you want to send us an email because we'd be answering them questions, it's thebuntlive at gmail.com. Turn up, you get me? <laughs> and what's different for season two? We took our talents to iTunes. So hit up your podcast app on your phone, search The Bunt Live, and smash that subscription button. And you know what? Maybe even write us a little review. If you have an iPhone, it's that little purple app. You literally can't delete it. So go find it, the podcast app. We right there, baby. And if you're on your computer, just go to the iTunes store, do the same thing, search the button live, and we'll be right there on your computer. Yo, and what y'all gotta realize is it's 100% free. You smell me? <laughs> I know some of the homies ain't trying to fucking burn their data on SoundCloud, but yo, let me tell you something. That shit gives you a notification when there's a new episode, downloads automatically when you're in Wi-Fi, so you can listen to that shit on the road, on the streetcar, on your bike, wherever the hell you are. We ain't smashing that data no more, you get me? We out here. <laughs> All right, enough of this bullshit. The people been waiting. Let's get to the show already. That's some real talk, my G. <laughs> here we go, y'all. Yo, they already know what the fuck it is, eh? Season two's popping the fuck off with Spenny right out the gate, yo. We got Spencer Hamilton in the building. What's really good? What's good, dude? Yo, happy to have you here, dog. Thanks for coming by. Hell yeah, boys. I'm glad you fucking asked. You gonna match my energy or what, blood? Well, yo, we popping, eh? Couple roners deep still. <laughs> oh my god. All right, all right. Fuck yeah. So the first question we ask everyone is... Give us your favorite sports moment and your favorite skate moment. Favorite sports moment? Fuck, I don't even know, dude. That's tough. Maybe when that fucking snowboarder guy got his gold medal back, the one that, the Canadian guy that fucking, they were going to take it away because he smoked weed. Yeah, Ross Rebliotti. Yeah, 
They took it away. When they gave it back? Yeah. That shit was pretty lit. I was down. You fucks with Ross? Yeah. <laughs> well, just, he got his medal back, you know? Yeah. He beat the game. Are you sitting on a bouncy ball? Yeah. It's good for the back, you know? We got Spencer on FaceTime, so he's not in the room with us, but he's bouncing up and down. <laughs> with excitement, with excitement. Yeah. So what was your favorite skate moment? It's hard to pick favorites, dude. Oh, yeah. it's so hard. Like, all these, like, so, like, so many sick fucking moments. Yeah. Penny would probably have one, have to be one of them. One time during a super demo, he's, like, wearing these fucking crew shoes that had, like, they are like, brown leather and had, like, tassels on them. Like, brown leather high tops. And he was skating so good. And it was, I don't know, it's a fucking wild sight. I feel like Penny moments are, like, kind of, they're great moments, you know, when he's shining. Just, like, in awe. Yeah, you're actually like, how is this even happening, you know? Usually he's fucking faded. <laughs> I wish we were lucky enough to witness one, but he was killing it in that new Supra video that just came out. Dude, the drop-down pop shove? Fuck, on a side note, switch your back tail at the plaz. Jake's came through fucking correct. <laughs> he's the best. I just watched that today in typical Jake's fashion. He didn't warm up because in front of crowds, he, he's not trying to, like, fall on 50s too self-conscious, so he just... First thing he tries on the hubba's nollie front nose. So sick. Into switch back tail, into switch back. Yeah. Switch heel back tail. I love how you know that too. <laughs> well, I just saw him the other day and he, I asked him because I know how he rolls. I'm like, did you no slide it first or 50 or anything? He's like, nah. <laughs> no, straight nollie front nose. That was on my board too. He didn't even bring his board. Yeah, he said he was getting like speed wobbles because your trucks are so loose. Hell yeah. Well, he did it like a champ. So is that your favorite skate moment then? <laughs> switch heel back tail. <laughs> Jakes, man. Fuck, that's probably one of them. So you dropped out of school at a pretty young age to move out to Vancouver and pursue your skate career. What made you make that decision? Well, I don't know if it was really to pursue a career in skateboarding. Going back to that time, I'm like 16, had my dad come into school to sign me out, you know? They put me on a contract where fucking every time I was late mm. or missed a class or something, they'd suspend me for like an escalating number of days. So in a month, I'm like, I got suspended four times. I'm pretty much not at school anyway. So my parents are like, all right, well, this fucking isn't working, obviously. And so that was that. Dad comes in, signs you out of school for good, and you're just like, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? Some friends are moving out west, and it's, like, actually, like, looking back, like, I didn't fucking know anything about Vancouver. It's not like I was like, oh, like, this guy shoots for that mag, and, like, all these things are there, and I don't know. Other than the plaza and, like, some of my friends that I knew were there, I had no idea anything about it. Now it's like, fuck, this place is so sick. You haven't left. No, exactly. Ten years, almost 11 years. All the nature and... Fuck, I don't know. So many things to keep here. When you got here, you ended up fucking... You knew Wade was out here, and you ended up living in his closet? In Vancouver? No, I, I stayed on his couch for a while. I had a different closet somewhere else with Chris Connolly and <laughs> Gary and Kevin. Got our hist Spencer history wrong. Yeah, no. I did have a closet, but it wasn't with Wade. That was a sick room, though. It was in more of, more of a small room than a closet. Dude, it was fucked up. My homies, like... The two roommates, or two of the roommates anyway, they found me like a little bed that just like slid perfectly into it. It was like, whatever, a three foot wide room, you know? Yeah. So I just had a mattress and then like some shelving units behind it. 
I'm paying each of them 50 bucks a month, 150 bucks. Fucking happiest guy ever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Go from a couch to that, you're just like, yes, little fucking thin curtain so you can have chicks. <laughs> oh, there's no door on it? Well, you know, makeshift. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Look at you now, bud. Yeah, it's nice to fucking, whatever, have like your own space. It's nice to eventually, fuck, it's tough sleeping on a couch these days. God, especially with the back and all that shit, my body's just aching. You need the bed, man. Yeah, I need a stiff fucking mattress. Back in the day, you could sleep wherever. Oh, it didn't matter. On the floor. Oh, well, since you mentioned your back, perfect little segue. You had a back injury that lasted a super long time. How did you readjust your life to remain sane without skateboarding? And where's your injury at now? Fuck. Like, even I say it's my back because that's kind of where, like, the pain starts kind of thing. But it's, like, mostly in my hips. And to be honest, I haven't even, like, got an actual diagnosis yet so i don't even know what the fuck it is i just get this crazy nerve pain sometimes on both sides but usually it's on one side and it could switch to the other side in like the span of a week you know it just kind of like goes to a different side fucking weirdest thing ever so it's hard to fucking get some sort of treatment going if you don't even really know what the hell it is i thought it was my back for a while and you know you kind of just like it's like process of elimination you just go through things and you're like all right i don't think it's that all right next thing all right that's not it that's so frustrating yeah so does the pain like last for like long periods of time well shit like i couldn't do anything for like fucking probably eight months and i mean like i can barely fucking walk you know like the thought of like stepping off a curb i had to like fucking flex everything and like anticipate it you know like it was insane walking around with a cane sometimes and you're just like i don't even know what the fuck's wrong with me i feel like i was like getting attacked by something you know jesus like nerve pain something i never had before and Fuck, man. It is... It's insane. I really give it to people that have that kind of chronic pain. It's quite a mind game. It's insane. Fucking right. Which, to answer your question of, like, getting your fucking mind off of shit and... Yeah, it'll, it'll break you down mentally, eh? I don't know. It's, it was tough because, like, I'm an active fucking guy. Just like we all are, you know? So then, I mean, to pretty much get all that stripped away, it's not like, oh, like, I can go for, like, a bike ride or fucking i can go work out or i can Mm -hmm. like half the shit that i want to do i just like can't even do so then it's like what the fuck do you do i don't know i could go on hikes to a certain extent you know which was nice but a lot of my time was fucking just pretty much fucking waste (laughs) sucks to say but like looking back i'm just like fuck in pain lots of cooking and stuff like that and a lot of it was during the rainy months too so it just made it that much kind of worse going to the sauna as much as i can doing the fucking things that i can depending on how i'm feeling that day you know but pretty debilitating you know that sounds terrible obviously like reading and watching fucking stuff and keeping my mind somewhat stimulated playing chess chess was a nice addition just to get some kind of fucking mental exercise going you know mm-hmm how are you feeling right now? Like that super video, Oscar and Friends just came out today. You had some clips in that. It's looking like you're back on the board. And that's the worst part, dude. Like fucking six, seven months ago, like I was like, oh, I feel great. It's on, you know, like, and then boom, all of a sudden, same pains back, can barely walk. Just like, fuck. And that didn't end up lasting. At that point, I actually started trying this fucking Bikram yoga, which is pretty much the only thing that has been doing any good making me feel somewhat better so since then i've kind of been on like a on and off kind of cycle which was quite weird from before anyway like before the pain came and it was done i can't do shit and now it's kind of at this weird point where like i feel it 
it's painful. Some days I can't skate, some days I can, and at least I can like walk around and move somewhat like freely without being fucking shocked by this pain. But it's still there, you know? It's still something that I have to deal with fucking every damn day. God damn, B, that actually sounds horrendous. So how come you don't go and get it checked out, like figure out what it really is? Well, I'm in the process of doing that. Oh. Yeah, it's not, you try dealing with this fucking healthcare system. <laughs> it moves like molasses, let me tell you. back situation sounds awful but we've all had injuries as skaters and sometimes there's a silver lining what's come of this what'd you learn from this whole experience is there any positive from this that you've taken away ultimately like even just ties back into the last bit of like what the hell did i do with my time it's kind of like now that i have my body back somewhat i just want to fucking fill my day up as much as possible you know with different shit to do it's like you have like a new you almost get like a new life after that type of thing where you're just like literally debilitated and you go into such a depression and stuff like that, you know, that when you come out and you can you can actually like move again and whatever, start doing the things that you like again, it's fucked. Like I started playing hockey again, which is like, again, like one of those things where you're just like, you have all this time where you're like, fuck man, if I just had my body back, like there's all these things that I'd like to do. And then eventually, now I just feel like my fucking days, especially Vancouver, it's so nice to stay sunny, sunny till like, I don't know, Sunsets 9.30 at the highest. So then there's light till like 10.30. I don't know, it's just like the longest days ever. You feel fucking, ooh, feels so good. All that sun, it's the best. Oh, Mr. Outdoorsman these days. So that's just like one thing that really is fucking kind of made me somewhat stoked on the whole thing. It's just like, appreciate your fucking body while you got it. Do as much things as you can. So you've been known to chirp unhealthy food choices and preach health in general. But you also smoke and get down with the party life. So where's the line for you? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird, like, I feel like it's just a transition, you know, to a certain extent. Like, obviously, when you start talking about health stuff, it's just one of those things, you know, like you have an interview and people ask you questions and somehow then you become like you're preachy and stuff like that. And I don't ever want to be that kind of guy who tells someone how to fucking eat. You can do whatever the fuck you want, you know. But over the years, obviously, I'm like, that's just something that I've been interested in. And I enjoy good food. And obviously, like, you learn about all this stuff because you're interested in it, but you happen to be also engaging in some serious fucking party life, which is pretty goddamn, well, it kind of works for a bit, you know? You feel like you're just, like, basically depleting yourself and then charging yourself back up. But eventually, like, throughout the injury and stuff, I'm just like, I can't really drink. It makes me so fucking sore. I can feel the inflammation, so... That's definitely been a huge kind of change in my life. A lot less partying, which is nice. But it's still fun. It's fun to fucking go with your friends and have some drinks sometimes, obviously. I don't know if I could go full-on sobriety. And I do like my weed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you still sip those fucking 0.05% things? I do. My favorite's Grolsch. Found a nice little four-pack. Reminds me of Montreal. It's fucking it's lovely. I had, I had three today. <laughs> drink a hundred of them to get a tiny little buzz no nah, not even but like i got a tattoo today i brought three na's in i was telling the guy how funny it is like 
sometimes it's like the last sip of the gross and you're like slamming it basically you know but there's no fucking point you're just like slamming this non-alcoholic beer <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget when you rolled into when we had that fucking ko house in montreal and you just came straight from the airport oh, yeah. to the fucking beer store and you roll up with a 12 of non-alcoholics <laughs> and a 12 of five percents <laughs> like, man, my man's confused yo he doesn't know which way he wants to go tonight i was just gonna say see that's like that's my life it's like a strange contradiction to certain some sort of like merger of two different things going on the straight and narrow is fucking hard to stay on well it helps me not drink during the day especially you know i just i've gone from like drinking fucking all day for a number of years you know to finally like oh yeah all right if i just have a couple non-alcoholics during the day Tastes the same, but... Yeah, it gives me the... Like, I, and I start being like, oh, I don't even really need to be drunk. I actually really like not being drunk. <laughs> this is fun. But I still like beer. Yo, that's actually a mad thing. I never thought about that. I feel great because I feel like I go to the fucking beach. I have like a few non-alcoholic beers at the beach. Smoke a couple joints. I leave. I feel fucking fantastic. I'm not drained or anything like that. I still like... I can go skate. and That's like my favorite time to skate. But before, it's like, oh, now you got to like... You got to kind of keep this party going. If you're trying to skate, like, I'm going to need a whole whole bunch more beers. Can't lose your buzz, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to try that fucking... Oh, you're going NAs? I don't like being drained from day drinking either. It's the worst. Oh, it changes, dude. It changes the game. You find yourself in a weird spot at like seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like you got to either keep going or you're fucking so tired. Yeah. It's not bad, dude. It helps. Helps quite a bit. Definitely helped me. That's a good idea. I might try that when I'm back on the board. You smell me? You <laughs> starting the movement. I think Scott Desenzo started that movement. Uh, I think it was Joey. Oh, Joey Williams? Yeah. Shout out to Joey. He's the fucking boss. Joey Williams shouts, yo, miss you, Deggy. I'm going to be out in van in a couple weeks. Hey. Sorry, guys. Just hold on for a sec. Sorry for the interruption, but we have some breaking news street side. All right, thanks, boys. Here again, back in the streets. This is an incredible, incredible guest. It's the first Saudi we've ever had on the show. Wes Kramer. Say what's up to the people, man. You got to be for the people. You are for the people. (laughs) You got to be for the people. All right, Wes, we always start off every section, like I told you. Favorite landing juice? Uh, It's got to be that 4-0, 40. Preferably OE. Damn. <laughs> yeah, definitely some easy influence there. All right, we're going to ask, since winning Saudi, how's your life changed, bro? Um, if anything, a little more attention. I don't know. It's good to see good reaction. It hasn't changed much personally, but I don't know. Staying hype, still skating, maybe getting broke off more. But no, nah, man, you know, you know, man, you already know that. Um, any good fucking Smolik stories you want to put on wax? Oh, man. The one fight I've ever been in my life was a Smolik, and then... My first trip, actually here, I got a good one. So we uh, were on the Mafia tour in 2004, and we just got to, I think it was around Missouri, and the night before, it was actually the first, uh, first, my first time in a bar, I was 14, and pretty much at the, the shop owner invited all of us to go to this bar, and he like said, open bar, like, yeah, just get what you want, you know, I think we racked up like couple grand or something you, you know got some charges yeah i mean, it was tripping <laughs> but yeah so we got hammered fucking smoke ended up doing a back 180 off the bar and then the next day we had to drive like six hours to like another city another city in uh yeah, missouri so we get there like smoke sleeping in the back the whole way you know 
even when we show up, you know, he's still in the back sleeping, and we're like kind of late just because whatever. Right when we pull up, there's all these kids in the front just like waiting, like, hey, like all these, all these kids super excited. And the bus driver's like, yeah, you guys want to see Smoke? Like, after we all got out, Smoke's still sleeping. He's he's like, yeah, you want to see Smoke? You want to see Smoke? He's, yeah, he's in the back sleeping. Go get him. So pretty much all the kids just rush in the RV, and we hear, hey, what the fucking <laughs> shit? Hey, get out of here, you fucking kid. What are you doing? Hey. And like all these kids just run out. They're like all confused. He's whatever, just in the back, hungover shit, wakes up to all these kids, you know, just bouncing on them. The legend. Uh, the legend of Peter. Know. Any last words? Thank you. And go buy West's thank shoe. Thank you, Canada. What's the, what's the shoe called? Uh, thank you, Canada. Go D2, Demon. <laughs> Almost D3, you know. Fuck West. Yeah, D2. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the new shit. All right, West, you're the fucking man. Thank you, bro. Hey, Appreciate buddy. that. Hey, Can we send it back to Studio E? Hell yeah. Easy. Thank you for that live report. And now back to the interview. <laughs> But it's funny, my mom doesn't drink, like, hasn't drank since I was born, you know? So we always had non-alcoholics, like, we always had those beers in the fridge. I used to love them when I was a kid. I'd, like, buy them at stores and shit when I was a kid. PD used, used to drink those? Nah, he wasn't, he wasn't down. No. But he didn't really drink when we were growing up either. He started drinking, like, when we were fucking, fuck, pretty much out of the house. Yeah. Now he's, he's actually hilarious. <laughs> What's he saying now? It's always on to something different, you know? Like, some days it's margarita, <laughs> some days it's fucking sangria, sometimes fucking martinis, sometimes loves Guinness, and I don't know. It's all over the place. It's about his drinks and those big barbecues, eh? Oh, he's the best. Oof. And still, like, whatever, he's like fucking, I don't even know, 53 or something? Does CrossFit. Yeah, your dad is an animal, yeah. Fully charged. What about the story about the time we ran into the cop who was kicking us out of that spot in Ottawa? You were there? Yeah. Sick. Remember, and he, he, like, you didn't want to talk to him? You didn't want to tell him who your dad was? Yeah. Well, I'm always, like, obviously, in Ottawa, for sure, but I wouldn't really say that anywhere. But in Ottawa, you're like, I guess I could bring it up, but, like, you don't really want to bring it up. But that guy was being a dick anyway, you know? Like, he was being so harsh. Yeah, so what happened? I don't know, just fucking skating. What the fuck was it? That little ledge off the stair or something, eh? Some new spot. It was, like, a new ledge, yeah. I don't know, a cop rolled up all hot, fucking being a dick. My dad's been a cop in the forest for fucking, I don't know, 20 years at the time or something. And I'm like, yo, man, my dad's a fucking cop. Like, you don't have to act like that. He's like, oh, what's your dad's name? Peter Hamilton. He's like, your dad's a machine. Walks away. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> yeah. Left us alone, man. wondering and i'm sure anyone listening to this is wondering what happened with expedition one and what was the last straw for you i mean like when it all happened anyway like obviously like the instagram post you're done it's like shocking to other people i guess holy fuck like you just quit this fucking company but like to me it was like something that was already like kind of happening you know like it wasn't like a big surprise like oh well, like what are you gonna do now blah, 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 blah. i'm kind of just like well I'm, like, not even really thinking about that, you know? Like, you'd already mentally checked out. Yeah, like, we hadn't been getting paid for fucking so long. And they're kind of, like, you're being asked to promote a fucking board with your name on it. 
some new board that came out and you're just like, dude, like, I don't want to promote your fucking company. Like, you're not, first of all, you're not paying me. But second of all, like, everything you're telling me is just, like, fucking suspect, you know? I'm like, I don't really trust anything that you guys are saying. And it's all kind of just, like, empty anyway. So that went on for, like, a year of, like, whatever, different people that you're talking to. Eventually, like, everyone has quit. And, like, not just people on the team, but, like, people that are working there and stuff. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing here? You kind of feel like an idiot for sticking it out that long. So at that time, anyway, like, it wasn't, like, a shock to me. I wasn't like, oh. It wasn't, like, one thing at that time that was like, oh, like, fuck you guys, you know? It was kind of just like, fuck you guys, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then, obviously, like, Joey posted that thing. And at that point, it was kind of like, all right, you know what? Like, who the fuck is even left on this goddamn team? And... Obviously, he's one of the dudes that I, like, really, really was stoked to be on the same team as. And the fact that he was on the team, I felt like, I don't know, it kind of... A lot of the people were in that same boat, but that was, like, the last guy that I was like, all right, what the fuck? If he's quitting, he's a smart guy, you know? If he's quitting, something's something's really up, you know? So that was kind of very long, drawn-out kind of thing, you know? But then when it was finally done, it's almost like this big relief. Like, you fucking broke up with, like, a shitty girlfriend or something like that, you know? Fuck, it was a whole year, like, the whole process was, like, over the span of a year of it just falling apart. Oh, it was like, fucking, all right, you're getting a pay cut, and then, like, never get a check. All right, we're going to give you another pay cut, and you're like, I haven't even gotten any checks for the last one. <laughs> like, Jeez. And then it's like, you'll get, like, two <laughs> random checks for, like, fucking low amounts of money, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, what are you guys even doing? Like, if you guys just, like, were honest with, like, what the fuck's going on, then I could understand it, but it's just, like, uh, the whole thing just felt like some sort of fucking hollow shell or something you know that was just waiting to fucking waiting to go well and whatever you know like i fucking i still like obviously doesn't take away from like the fucking awesome times that i have had with them you know like they brought me to china in fucking 2009 or 2010 or something it was probably the best trip i've ever been on just as far as like so much fun and meeting a fucking bunch of cool ass skaters that i always looked up to so not all bad memories some good memories not all bad, you know? It's, like, one of those things that you kind of just see a company, like, going in a different direction and you don't really want to be a part of it. Shit just changes over the years. Yeah, which is so refreshing to have, like, on the other side, it's, like, oh, now I'm skating, like, different boards, and you're, like, oh, this is so sick. Like, I get to look at a different graphic, you know? By the end, you're just, like, looking at these graphics. Like, they send you the same graphics all the time. Like, fuck, man, I'm so sick of these graphics. <laughs> and now you get new ones. You're, like, damn, this is awesome. I feel good. I feel, like, better about skating. New shapes, get to try new things. It's refreshing. Fucking right. Shortly after you, Joey Pepper, and Frankie Heck quit, Kelly Hart came on board and finally got his uh, <laughs> pro board from Expedition. He's been uh, looking for it for quite a while. What do you think about that? Oh, man. I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. But <laughs> I mean, I actually felt like it was a bit of an insult in a way just because it happened, like, I don't know, two days after I'd quit after all this everyone quit kind of thing and so i was kind of like all right this could be just like in response to everyone quitting which would be fine if they actually whipped that up in two days like i wouldn't really care about it that's just them trying to make some sort of fucking desperate move but if not and they had actually been planning that then i didn't know so up until then like you know like you're about to like announce this new pro and you haven't even talked to anybody on the team and that was like a huge part of the whole thing, like, Troy owns KO, he owns Expedition. I didn't talk to him till like, maybe 
a month and a half, two months after I quit. Jesus. Like I didn't talk. He didn't. He didn't hit me up once throughout the entire time to be like, "Yo, this is what's going on. I'm so sorry" or anything like that. You know? God damn. They had those Kelly boards ready like real quick. Yeah. So it must have been going on behind. Yeah. So like that's the thing. It's one of those like I don't even know if that shit was planned. You're kind of like that. Just makes me even more like happy that I quit. You know? Because I would have been so bummed if they had announced that and I hadn't known. Because then you just like what are this is a team i don't know anything that's going on with the team like whatever that's fucking crazy yo you quit i got let go on expedition canada you feel me (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. good riddance yo fucking (laughs) yo but yo that's two free agents yo yeah that was fun while it lasted you know fuck whatever watch your back watch your side safe with b and spencer hamilton we coming at you the package deal time for some new things safe the ghost skateboards yo palace or maybe the bun skateboards you know what i'm saying all timers yo (laughs) (laughs) we got sponsor me tapes just uh you know where to hit us up the bunt live at gmail.com <laughs> had to know it was coming sooner or later oh yeah that desperation So with uh, Expedition in the past, after a long dope run, a little bit of a bitter ending, what's next for Spence and uh, the board game? Well, I'm just taking it easy. Kind of like enjoying the, the free market out there, you know, getting to ride whatever I want. What do you ride these days? Um, actually, the homie fucking Philly from, from Humidity Skate Shop down in New Orleans, he sent me some boards, which he's just, he's a homie that's fucking down, actually rips at skating too, but good dude. Send me some boards. They look good. Skate good. Stoked on that. Shop boards? Yeah. Oh, sick. And then, yeah, I don't know. Skated a couple Baker boards when I was down south just because Baker boys, Shake Junt, fucking connect, you know? When you posted that Insta, so many comments were like, yo, Baker, Baker. Yeah, it's the classic fucking, the Shake Junt connection, you know? So you're just enjoying the free agent market? Skating whatever, eh? Yeah. It's one of those things, you know? Like, I'm, like, not really... I don't know, my body's still kind of 50-50, so until I get it right, I'm like not really all that concerned with trying to get on some company, you know? Mm-hmm. Wait till the time's right. Yeah, definitely no rush. No rush to get on something stupid, you know? Get back into some kind of shitty situation. Or... When I start uh, my board brand, <laughs> if you're still floating around, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay you just as yeah. much as Expedition did in the last year there. Zero dollars. Uh, perfect. Zero ducats. Supra's lost some big names on the roster, but you've also added a lot of new blood. That team video had a whole bunch of new dudes, fucking whole new vibe. What's going on with Supra shoes these days? Yeah, I mean, like, whatever. Obviously, it fucking it sucks to see, like, people that you're used to traveling with and used to fucking seeing and skating with and, like, these are your boys, you know? So it sucks to see people leave and know that, like, that kind of, that's done. That's in the past and the good times were good times, but it's dope to see them all kind of moving on and doing their own thing too. Obviously, fucking respect to them all. But then, yeah, Super is still fucking, still doing the thing and shit, that video was sick. I was actually stoked. Good vibe. Like, I love all those dudes still, you know? It's awesome. I can't wait to go fucking back on some more trips. Those are like the funnest trips ever. European guys, Oscar and fucking Lucian. Fuck. So much fun. Yeah, shouts to Lucian, yo. Me and Donald, <laughs> 
Yeah, we love Lucian Clark at the Bunt. You feel me? Big fans, big fans. Yeah, yeah, he's the shit, dude. He's awesome. So you just got a colorway for Supra, the flow shoe. First off, can I get a box? Second, uh, how involved were you with like picking the colorway and all that kind of jazz? <laughs> I mean, you know, it is fucking riding for companies sometimes. Like shit, I don't even have a pair of shoes right now. So as far as you getting a box, you're gonna have to take that up with Brownie. <laughs> Brown, I'm gonna hit you up tomorrow, eh? <laughs> but I think mine are en route, which is so funny, you know? like. You see people post on Instagram like, oh, I got your colorway. It's like, I didn't have fucking my colorway yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But makes it all the more sweet when you get it, I guess. Because I, I am like super stoked on it. Fucking all white shoe. It actually looks really good. I like that style. I plan on skating it, you know? Something you're going to look forward to wearing, yeah. Yeah, I like that, which is nice. It's nice when you get to like be a part of something that's good. If you're not necessarily designing it, at least you get, get a say in the color. Make it something you want to wear, at least. Exactly. You've been known to fuck with some conspiracy theories. Where are you at these days in terms of in terms of uh, the conspiracy in the world? Do reptiles really run the earth? Well, I like I like being entertained by stuff like that. You know, like there's people that say such crazy things, and it's definitely uh, entertaining to listen to them sometimes. You know, do I think aliens fucking run the world, or some sort of reptilian race is control in control of fucking the world? But is it potentially possible? Sure. <laughs> Some people are so fucking gung-ho about it. And I don't know. That kind of like, when people have that kind of passion put towards something, you're kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's definitely entertaining and cool to entertain that kind of thought. With a lot of things, you know, like there's so much fucking crazy shit out there. And that's the kind of thing, like once you get into conspiracy theories, you're looking at a bunch of stuff that is true and a bunch of shit that's way over the top and no one's really ever going to kind of have any confirmation on that so like bigfoot you know which those things are like they're so funny it's such like a mainstream obviously like blown out thing but i don't know i never like looked in so much to that but did you ever believe in it who the fuck knows dude some people believe in it and i bet you they fucking swear in their lives that they saw it who knows maybe they imagined it yeah i definitely don't watch too many like out there conspiracy movies or videos anymore for a while it was like definitely into some pretty fucking heavy shit on youtube there's some wild shit out there man like actually what was the wildest one i remember watching this fucking doc with weary actually and he'll know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about if he listens to this but it was so crazy it was like a compilation of like all this fucking crazy footage of like not only like alien crafts but like people that were like basically speaking as if someone was like some sort of other fucking entity was like in their body kind of thing and obviously this is so hard to describe unless you watch it but some sort of like uh not like an exorcism but being possessed or like being like overtaken by some sort of entity where they're fucking like saying the craziest shit and i don't know in like weird tones and weird tongues kind of thing but this fucking movie was crazy. And I don't know how long it was, but I think it was like some fucking 10 hours or something, you know? Like you could watch this thing for like a couple weeks. Jeez, you're just eating it right up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, this shit was fucked up though. I'm not, definitely not 
doing it any sort of justice trying to describe it, but it was, uh, and this is just like the quackiest kind of thing that I've seen, where I was like, holy shit, this is weird. Yeah, like maybe it could be true. I feel like this injury's helped you in so many ways, other than like obviously sucking. You know, you're partying less and you're a little less crazy on that reptile shit too. Yeah, it definitely teaches you to be a little more moderate, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things that eventually, like, how fucking far, how far down can you go? How deep can you go down this fucking hole? And is it doing anything better for you, you know? All right, so back to uh, present day and reality. Um, our boy Mitch Brett recently moved to Vancouver. What's it like having the infamous Canadian skate midget running around van? Dude, it's pretty sick having him here. Him and Sam, Sam Lynn moved out. It's been quite a treat, man. It's nice to have some Ottawa people here, some more Ottawa people here. Definitely, uh, I think he's been on a tear. Like I said, I haven't been really drinking, so I haven't been participating in much of his night his nightlife, but I heard he's been making some money at the casino, which I'm sure you guys all know what that means. Probably a little up and down, but definitely losing bear money. We only get <laughs> we only get the text when he won, but yeah. all those other nights when we don't get a text. Yeah. You know there's lots of those. <laughs> but he's fucking rad. Boo boo landed himself a nice job. He's all fucking he's stoked. Just moved into a little skate house. Did he move in with Ty? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Ty James shouts. Oh yeah, I'm coming out there hopefully in two to three weeks, so we'll come uh light it up with Mitch. Two to three, eh? Two to three. <laughs> Sounds like a classic bunt. <laughs> hey, that's a wrap for part one with Spencer. Make sure you tune back in next week for part two. And we got that rapid fire. Now keep listening for uh, the post office and the rundown. Turn up. First post office segment of season two. It's going to be a goodie. You've got mail. First one coming in from Ryan Duffy. What's good, boys? Big fan of the show despite not knowing anything about sports. Yo, man, that's why we're here, dog. Hearing stories about the Canadian skate scene has led to a greater appreciation of all things in Canadian skateboarding. Really looking forward to some more episodes. Definitely my favorite of all skateboarding podcasts. Few questions here. Who are some dream guests for the bun? A Lucian Clark, Ardo Sari, and... uh, Rodrigo TX. This is all skaters, eh? I'm going to have to say, Woo Welsh. That man will probably have no problem putting things on wax. Another one I'd have to go with is Travis Stanger. I wish that man never left the skate scene. Yeah, damn, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, on a similar note to Stanger, yo, Scott Kane, yo. Oh, for real, for real. All right, another question from Ryan. Will Kyle Lowry ever make it on the bunt? But did you hear yourself? I'm pretty sure our boy Ryan ain't talking about the Toronto Raptors' Kyle Lowry. Read that again, fool. My bad, Ryan. <laughs> Will Kevin Lowry ever make it on the bunt? I'm shooting for the stars here. Yo, Kyle, how at us, blood. Don't downplay Kev. That's my Bane man from Calgary. You're what? Bane man? <laughs> <laughs> my doubt. main man, Kev, 
from Calgary. I actually texted him right after we did episode one, season one. Uh, I asked him to come on. So uh, I'll have to follow up on that. Yo, Kev, I'm coming at you, boy. So I guess that's a maybe. And last question from Ryan. Whatever happened to that Canadian kid, Brandon Del Bianco? <laughs> Honestly, ever since he had that King shit interview with the cover, I haven't heard from that man since. Must have dusted him. Hey, man. Binko's doing his thing. Last I heard, he's working full-time. He's got a wifey or something. And uh, I got on my Instagram. He's still fucking going ham at the skate park. I saw him do like a nollie cab flip, like disaster or something. I don't even know. But my boy's still out there shredding. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to Binko, yo. All right, next up, we got an email from Julian Lamb. Not sure if I'm just sleeping on local board brands, but all I know is Lewis Cruz and Morning Bell. There must be more, eh? Yeah, Canadian, yeah, saying A. This excludes board shops, though. P.S. Keep the podcast going. Much love from the burbs of Brooklyn. Shout out to BK, yo. Yo, I honestly think that's it. Lewis Cruz and Morning Bell, to be honest. Actually, I lied. There's Imaginary. That's another T.Dot one. And Caden Skateboards just popped off, too. Real talk. So that's four local brands, and uh, I mean... The ghost skateboards ain't ain't official yet, but hell, me and Spenny, we about to take over. You feel me? I thought it was the bump boards. Like, I just got bumped out of this. Like <laughs> the ghost boards, what the freak? But you, no, Spenny said the ghost boards. Oh. I'm going with whatever Spenny wants. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying them the big dollars. If we forgot anyone, we deeply <laughs> apologize. But yeah. our sincerest apologies. Turn up. All right, one more email here from Dimitri Delane. The Bunt Podcast, mail time. What's good, Ghost and Dono? I've been a big fan of the podcast since day one, and I'm really hyped for the new season. I've been skating for the past 12 years, and for the last 10, I've just been using my board as a mean of transportation around Toronto. Any advice for anyone like me out there, or someone just just starting out skating and trying to learn tricks? Shout out to the OG crew. Honestly, I mean, if you've been riding your board for 10 years, you're probably pretty comfortable on it by now. So standing and pushing shouldn't be a real problem. I mean... Shit just takes time is all it is. And like, if you just stay at it, you're going to get better at it. Start with the ollie, move to the kickflip. Bless that half cab, you know what I'm saying? Get a shove pop. Pop shove. I was just going to say, just throw a little shove in there, man. Like, there's a bunch of beginner tricks you can do. Show yourself at Dunbat. Don't be scared, blood, eh? The tricks are easier at Dunbat. I'll show you how to three flip. Switch, you mean. Regular. (laughs) August 23rd. Meet me at Dunbat. I'm trying to skate again after my injury. You feel me? Dimitri, I'll see you there. Been hearing a lot about this comeback. August 23rd. It's no joke. That's a wrap for the post office this week. Don't forget to send us your questions to thebuntlive at gmail.com. We'll answer all of them, dog. We got nothing but time on our hands. You smell me? time for your source for sports i definitely stole that from somewhere but let's get to the rundown all right we're in the dog days of summer but luckily we got the olympics this year so giving us a little bit of shit to talk about one thing i'm gonna ask you Safa, who's the better athlete michael phelps the flying fish the baltimore bullet the man with 23 gold medals three silvers and two bronze or you know the actual bullet usain bolt three-time winner of the 100-meter and 200-meter gold medal in the Olympics. Who are you taking? 
Yeah, that's a tough, 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 tough question. Because, you know what I'm saying? If you're just counting golds or medals, then obviously you go with Phelps. But there's so many swimming events, so many opportunities to get medals. Bolt is cut from a different cloth, but then it's like, yo, so is Michael Phelps, right? So, <laughs> yo, I don't even, yo, yo, you just hit me like, yo, I'm going to go with my boy <laughs> Bolt because this Niki literally clowns on mans. And I'm just giving him the slight edge because of that swag. Like, this man just starts jogging if he's winning by too much. Like, he's laughing while destroying records, while destroying the competition. Like, no one's on the same planet as him. He Phelps. doesn't seem like he's ever challenged. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, at least Phelps is in races where he's winning by a fingertip. But, like, Usain's usually... Yeah. Bolt is, like... I, I read a quote the other day where it's, like, he's trying to beat himself, right? There's no one, like, even close to him. So his only competition is himself. And he's, like... His quote was something, like, I wish someone was hot on my trail so I would have ran faster. Like, he would have mm. found extra another energy gear? another gear exactly to that push himself fear gear right but yeah he, he he doesn't even have to mess with the fear gear whereas phelps he just lost that one he got a silver to that kid who worshipped him when he was a kid i'm sure yeah that was also a pretty cool story I forget his name but yeah that was, that was awesome so i don't know phelps is beatable i mean bolt only lost when he false started in like 2011 or whatever that was so you know, I'm going to give the slight, slight edge to Bolt. They're both built for their sport. Like, Phelps is clearly built to swim. Mm -hmm. Bolt's built to run. Like, there's never been anyone like them in either sport. So, you know what I'm saying? Slight edge to Bolt, but obviously mad respect to both them niggies. <laughs> you know what? One thing they do have in common, and I shout this out to my boy Stephen A. Smith, they both can't stay off the weed, man. <laughs> I think it helps them. What do you think? Weed saves lives, as Braden <laughs> Safransky said in Baker 3. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I personally don't smoke weed, but I got so many friends that are amazing at what they do on the board or at basketball or whatever it is. But it's, you know that Michael Phelps has won single-handedly won more gold medals since some guy named Leonidas of Rhodes, like in like 1000 BC or something, I think it was. I don't even know how they kept track or even had gold medals back then, but that's the stat. Like more gold medals than anyone. The guy is just dominant in the pool. I like Usain Bolt, but it's only two races a year, like, or like not a year, two races every four years. But Phelps is just, the guy probably has three or four races a, a day, you know, like he's gotta be tired. So if he's winning by a fingertip in the fifth race, it's the fifth race. Most people only have one or two things. So I give the slight edge to Phelps. It's dominance. Most medals ever. Most gold medals ever. Like Random aside, I read something the other day that was saying gold medals back in the day. I forget when. This is going to be very non-factual, but gold medals used to be worth about 22000 because they were actually made of gold. And uh, now them shits is worth fucking, they ain't worth much. <laughs> I'll oh. tell you that much. Like the gold percentage, the actual, the metal. actual gold, the actual metal. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like those things used to be twenty two thousand dollars. I wish there was gold. like a solid dollar amount set that each individual athlete won when they won the gold medal. Because you hear stories and like it was funny that you brought up that kid who beat Michael Phelps. I I read that he won three quarters of a million dollars for that gold medal. Jeez. Which is like, and he's from the Philippines, so like. What are the what's the US giving away for a gold medal, you know? Yeah. Pretty insane to think about. Yeah, that's crazy. So if he's got twenty-three gold medals, that uh, fucking twenty-three times at least three quarters of a million. Phelpsy, baby. 
Yeah. Get yourself that sour diesel cush. You going into any dispensary you want now that you retired, eh? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I'm getting my ass in shape for them 2020 <laughs> Olympics, baby. Because, yo, if they giving out three quarters of a mil, yo, Canada, the ghost, yo, it's on and popping. I'm hitting that podium. You smell me? Oh, God. How old? I'll be... Don't hold your breath, folks. I'll be 32 by then. Yo, that's a quick, you know what I'm saying, little training thing with uh, the Smith, with Wade D. You know, we podium niggies, you feel me? Oh, God. Alright yo, it's Friday night, you know what I'm saying, August 19th, we gonna get some on wax predictions for the main event tomorrow, UFC 202, we got our boy Conor McGregor, or should I say your boy, and we got my boy Nate Diaz, you feel me, shit's about to pop the fuck off, personally, you know what I'm saying, McGregor's entertaining, but you know what I'm saying, there's nothing I'd rather see than him get his ass dusted again. My boy Nate Diaz, he's going to deliver the killer blows. I mean, he's got maybe one screw still working in his brain, and he's hard to relate to, so I don't really know if he has fans. I think more so the people cheering for him are going to just be people like me who want to see Conor lose, not so much Diaz win. But, you know, I mean, that that's that's the way it's going to go tomorrow. I don't know. What are you saying, Dono? The notorious Conor McGregor will prevail tomorrow night. It's going to come out on Wednesday. I'm probably going to look like a genius or a fool, you know, one or the other. But I just can't stand Nate Diaz, man. Like, this is some bullshit. He reminds me of, uh, you know, the, the Simpsons episode where Homer's a boxer and he just stands around and gets hit in the head until <laughs> homie gets tired? Like, that's what happened in the first fight. Like, Con- Nate Diaz wasn't doing anything except getting punched in the face for eight minutes. Connor gets tired. The big guy gets on top of him, chokes it out. I I, I don't like reliving that, you know, because I am a huge Conor McGregor fan, but it's going to be different this Saturday. The man down has been training. No publicity tours. He didn't have to do none of that shit. Yeah, he got his ass rattled, B. No. And he realized he had to focus because Diaz is not human. He's literally just... <laughs> He's like a Frankenstein, man. You can't hurt him. Like, he's just going to take those punches, like you said. Connor's going to run out of gas, and it's like, again? yo, one, two, boom, choke, you're done, son. You're saying that's the same thing's going down again? Same thing's going down, and then Connor better shut his goddamn mouth up for good. You smell oh, me? Oh, hells. This man's going to own the UFC when this is over. I can't even imagine what the payday is going to be like for Connor. It's going to be beautiful to watch, you know what I mean? Nate Diaz, you've been feeling nice for the last couple months. This was supposed to be the UFC 200 pay-per-view. That one sucked. The only funny thing about that one was Nate Diaz's interview, because <laughs> I don't even know what's going on in that head of his. There's, there's uh, space for Ren up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Conor McGregor for sure. On wax. On wax. Diaz, baby. All right, before we shut down the rundown, you know, episode one, we could not talk about the NBA. It's the Ballers Association. And our two main men, Westbrook and LeBron, they got their money. Three years, 85 mil for Beastbrook. Three years, 100 mil for the King. And rightfully so, now the highest paid player in the NBA. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was enjoying those days where Mike Conley Jr. was the highest paid player in NBA history, but it came to an end. LeBron's getting his money. 
I got nothing bad to say. Clearly, he deserves it. The block heard around the world. Okay, okay, enough about Let's the Let's just finals. relive it. Let's just talk about the NBA Finals for a quick second here. <laughs> so got um, jokes. Down 3-1. Okay, okay. He comes okay. back. All right, you know Delivers what? a ship to the land. We've already talked about this. This is old news. Oh, one quick thing. Did you see um, Usain Bolt's celebration after he won his last gold medal? Nah. It was the LeBron. You would have been thrilled. Oh, my God. No, but, yo, real talk, everyone knew LeBron was re-signing. Westbrook's bigger news, you know what I'm saying? Congrats to Westbrook for being a real Nigi. He uh, re-signed with the the Thunder, and uh, he set himself up. Once you're a 10-year vet on a team, I forget the exact percentage, but you can sign a max deal, a five-year deal, for something like 35% of the team's cap. Hmm. So, like, he, if he re-signs again, he's setting himself up to be the highest paid player like i'm talking 200 and something million over five rightfully so the anti kevin durant westbrook <laughs> i love you i don't even care if it, how they do next year it's just gonna be exciting to watch russell westbrook control the team and not have to defer to kd i cannot wait to watch that first thunder versus golden state game the schedule came out i think it's in like november so we gotta wait like a month or something but whew, there's going to be some stink eye in that uh, in that game, that's for sure. God damn. Before we wrap up, <laughs> we got one more Niggy to discuss. It's not about signing mad dollars. It's about, you know what I'm saying? Clicking the wrong button. Clicking the wrong button. He didn't sign nothing, but he signed away his dignity. You smell me? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Who we talking? We talking my boy Day Day, Draymond Green. Homie was trying to send a dick pic to his girl on Snapchat, or his girl. I don't know if it was a girl, but he was trying to send a dick pic to a girl on Snapchat. And uh, homeboy clicked story. <laughs> Sent to my story. You know man's phone blew up with thousands and thousands of so-and-so screenshotted your photo oh, who would so do so. that though everyone because it's embarrassing like, but who like it's saved do you want to save that people just see dollars it's like yo i just screenshotted Draymond oh i Green's get that but i'm like, gonna send that shit to tmz and i'm someone, gonna try and be the first someone like us like we're not like, oh i ain't screenshotting that shit but i'm definitely texting everyone yo check day day's no. story <laughs> check day day's little chub man then posted on snapchat so i don't use snapchat so i don't know like how close these two buttons are beside each other other, but god damn that's bro. a big fuck up man trust me you can't just hit that with the eye message or something like what <laughs> yeah, what he slipped up but yo at the end of the day it was all you know what i'm saying it, there was nothing You're evil trying to wrap this up in a, like a, a good ending for him i mean he messed up but it's like yeah. let's not make it more than it was you know what i'm saying there's crazy the shit the world yeah, yeah. happening in the world every day a celebrity accidentally snapped his dick to the world <laughs> it's humorous it's humorous yeah you know i'm saying but day day man you either kicking balls, sending photos of your own, like, get in the news for something else, bro. I feel you. Well, he about to get an Olympic gold, even though them boys are fucking barely winning all these games. All right. That's going to wrap up the rundown. We always love doing this segment, so it's going to continue. Damn, Skippy. Even though uh, only three or four of you are still listening at this point, we got mad love for y'all. You feel me? The Canadian Stephen A. and Skip Bayless signing off. Hey man, thanks so much for listening. It feels good to be back. Season two is gonna be nice and spicy. So stay tuned every damn week, every Wednesday. iTunes, SoundCloud, yo. You know me, I don't like my spicy foods, but spicy podcasts, I'm all for it. <laughs>
Let's keep the milk on hand, dog. Season two is going to be popping. Hopefully, keep give you guys what you want and keep you all entertained. That's it for episode one of season two. Peace out, bruvs. Later, y'all. Maybe the queen's a reptile. I don't know.